It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Cluck Show. Always thank you for joining us every Tuesday or whatever day of the week you happen to be listening to this award-winning podcast on. We appreciate you being here. Don't forget, you can uh, get every episode. Just head over to jlnkshow.com. What are we going to learn on the podcast here today? We also have some very exciting podcast news we'll get here towards the end. We're oh, gonna, uh, they say sex in space is inevitable. That's why NASA is working hard to get us ready. No pun intended. Uh, we're also going to... The dude's looking for some advice. How effective is the pull-out method? Channing Tatum has a horrifying story of something that happened to his penis. Speaking of penis, we got a hooker that's uh, upset with the penis, and then we have the worst person on the... On the planet. We'll get to that at the end of the podcast. This is a terrible story. So we'll get to all that. Uh, but let's start right here. I'm not going to lie. This is kind of a sexy story. Her name is Molly Grant, and she was at the Los Angeles Philharmonic uh, Symphony uh, on Friday of last week at the. Oh, this doesn't sound. Uh, the it Walt, sounds pretty hoity toity. The Walt Disney Concert Hall. When Molly heard what she described to be a scream-slash-moan erupt from the balcony. <laughs> Everyone kind of turned to see what was happening. Have you ever been to a symphonic performance before? You know that audience noises, depending on when they happen, you, everyone can fucking hear them. I saw the girl after it happened, and I assume that she... Dot, 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 that she had... Dot, dot, dot. Obviously, this woman's embarrassed, and she doesn't want to spit it out. But then she confesses... I, be- I assume that she had an orgasm. <laughs> hey, imagine you're seeing one of those old auditoriums. And you hear, you can't see the woman, but you can kind of peek up. Oh, she's moaning up there like crazy. She was heavily breathing, and her partner was smiling and looking at her, like in an effort not to shame her. It was quite beautiful, Molly says. Yes. I bet it was. Quite. Oh, I do it in a movie theater, and suddenly I'm a pervert, because this woman does it at a symphonic hall. It's It's a thing of beauty to be held. You mind if I butter your popcorn? (laughs) Multiple people attended the uh, Philharmonic uh, concert on Friday, reportedly hearing the woman making (laughs) moaning noises during the symphony's second movement. Hey, what a ringing endorsement for this, uh, this band, though. One attendee, who happens to be a composer and music producer... Uh, described the sound as a loud, full-body orgasm. <laughs> An alleged audio recording of the moment, where someone can be heard crying out during a quiet beat in the music, was making the rounds on social media. Oh, other attendees... Hey, how who, embarrassing of you if we were there, like you don't even recognize what that sound is. Why, I've never heard that before. What's happening? Is that a bird? <laughs> it must be springtime. Attendees who spoke with the... Uh, attendees? Mmm, delicious. Mm, attendees. Uh, who spoke to the uh, LA Times said that the clip was similar to what they heard when they were in the audience as well. Uh, even somebody commented, friends who went to the uh, the Philharmonic last night were reported that in the middle of the show, some lady had a screaming orgasm. <laughs> Wait, to, hey, what song were they playing? Hey, to the point where the full orchestra stopped playing. Some people really know how to live, uh, says another commenter. Uh, other people are saying, you know, no, that's wild. not. It's got to be wild for, the, for not the guy that's sitting next to her that's with her, her husband or boyfriend or whatever. It's got to be fucking crazy for the people that are sitting immediately around her. 
because you hear it start in. You're there for the entire thing. Then I'd start to think, well, am I, do I not understand the symphonic music? This isn't happening to me. I'm not interpreting this the same way yeah. that she is. It's still unclear exactly what occurred in the audience. Hey, you've heard of the Nutcracker Suite. This is the Nut Buster Suite. Okay, I don't know why I said that. The Times has not been able to identify or contact the person. They probably want to be fucking left alone, I'm betting. Representatives for the Philharmonic did not immediately respond to a uh, to a request comment. What are they going to ask her? So did you uh, did you come during that? She's like, N- no. Yeah, uh, a, a Silver Lake resident and a music agent by the name of Lucas Burton said the ecstatic sound from the audience member was wonderfully timed and a romantic swell in the symphony. No shit, that's wild. One can't know, exa- uh, know exactly what happened, but it seems very clear from the sound that it was an expression of pure physical joy. Oh, that's very nice. You know, same thing happened to me at a Godsmack concert. <laughs> There's a sentence that's never been uttered before. <laughs> Get back! <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that, was, that really hit the spot. I'm in the back like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, Sex in space is inevitable, say scientists, so we need to be ready to start getting it on. Scientists are now taking a proactive stance. According to a new paper out this month, sex in space is going to happen sooner rather than later. It's about time people started preparing for it. How do you prepare for sex in space? I don't know. Is it? Don't you like more have to prepare the environment? Hey, like how, hey, do you, how do you stay buckled down? If you're telling me that sex in space hasn't happened yet, I'm going to call BS because you got people up on the International Space Station for a year at a time. I think the only reason I might be able to refrain is that there's a pretty good chance that Control is still listening back down on Earth. They claim that space sex will happen within the next decade. I can guarantee you it has happened. Because if there is an opportunity to have sex somewhere, people, people are going to take People are going to do it. So now they're trying to figure out how to handle the issue right now. The argument was presented in a paper released, uh, authored by space-related scientists and uh, oh, scientists from uh, the U.S., Europe, and South America. The premise, simple wow, we're enough. Going, we're going all hands in the middle. Huh? <clears throat> Space tourism industry is on the brink of commercial reality, sending regular old folks like us up there. Kudos to them, though, for giving the uh, astronauts. Uh, oh, they're astronauts. They're smart. Uh, yeah. they're, they'll refrain from uh, right. carnal urges while they're up there. Now, all of us know that that's not true, right? Yeah, all those space stations. What are you up there for six months a you're, year? You're up there winking a little bit. You're like, you know, we could be the first. At least that's the way I would frame it. Plus, even if she finds you unattractive, I've got a year to wear her down with my hilarity and uh, charm. Uh, with human nature being the way that it is, uh, customers will inevitably try to knock boots while they are up there. They say sex in space has long been an area of interest to the public. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's yep. fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ever since we saw Leia in that bikini, we're like, space sex, that should be a thing. There's been some research looking at am- animal reproduction in space, while government organizations like NASA have expressly forbidden astronauts from attempting sex. So that just makes it even hotter. Right. You know, yeah, they, hey, but you didn't tell me I couldn't space beat off. Yeah, you, you know, they, they said we couldn't do it up here. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? They don't want us to, uh, you know, bump uglies. Oh, they do say some scientists have become more open to exploring, exploring the issue as of late. 
They say the space tourism industry at large uh, has stayed mum on whether people will be doing it up there or not. Our starting point was a throwaway comment about sex in space. But when we checked, we were surprised the sector has not only opened to the consideration of sex in space, but open enough that it led to this study. They say in the microgravity environment of space and the weightlessness it causes in astronauts will undoubtedly complicate the attempts to have sex. Those conditions won't likely make, um, won't, li- uh, won't just make the physical maneuvering of sexual intercourse tricky, but could negatively affects uh, negatively affect a person's sexual function too. But well, the weird thing is too is if you're you're having sex on Earth, <laughs> there's something for you to push against. Be it a couch, a bed, car seat, whatever. But if there's nothing for you to like, to like put your hand down and push, like you have to figure that out. It's gonna be a little tricky. They see even if you can't pull it off, there's also concern that space could harm human reproductive health, which might make contraception riskier than it is on Earth. You could have a space baby. Yeah. So now they're trying to tackle all of these issues now before it becomes like an issue. Do you think some of those scientists, the older guys, like pinch their eyes in between and they're just like, ah, we better figure this out. It's only a matter of time. So scientists are now working on it right now. The good news is maybe they'll have, uh, you know, special uh, space sex beds for when uh, the rest of us can afford to get up. We'll never be able to afford no. to get up there. Never mind. No. Guys looking for some advice over the weekend. Okay. Dude reached out, um, advice column in Men's Health Magazine. Um, He doesn't use his real name. He came up with a fictitious name so he could remain anonymous. His name is uh, Cautious Cream Pyre. (laughs) Isn't that what uh, Luke Star Star Wars, uh, Luke Skywalker defeated? (laughs) The Cream Pyre? Cautious Cream Pyre? Hey, what a name. (laughs) Here's the situation. I think I already know what it is. He says his girlfriend loves it, you know, when he finishes that way. And she's not on birth control because the hormones mess up her moods. Well, I think I see the problem forming already in the distance. So to lessen the risk of pregnancy, they plan sex around her cycle. What does a bicycle have to do with any of this? When she's not ovulating, that's when they have uh, sex. His question is, first, does it actually work? And second, how effective is the pull uh, the pull-out, yeah, what do they call it? Pull-and-pray method as an alternative. Uh, uh, the uh, sex expert, by the way, says there is nothing cautious about what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, because this is the ovulation period. Like, just It's a small gap in between that year somewhere. Yeah, you've got about, you got about 19 minutes, yeah. I think. Um, uh Oh, here's where the stats take over. Fertility tracking, also known as the rhythm method, has an effectancy rate of about 75%. So, all right, three out of four times. But that fourth time is going to fucking ding you, that's for sure. Hey, considering that a condom is, what, 92 95% effective, this is only 75 The percentages yeah. obviously are in the guy's favor, but nowhere near the 98% sex rate, the uh, success rate that you're going to get with a condom. As far as the pull-out method... Hey, that's all on you, buddy. (laughs) Oh, I didn't do it. Yeah, that puts all the... If if something bad happens, all the fingers are pointed at you. That even get lost in the moment for a split second. You're like, oh, what have I done? Uh, According to the sex therapist, he says, oh, yeah, the the pull-out method, uh, the spray and pray, 
Uh, it reminded him of a college friend who used to swear by it. By the way, this weekend he will be attending that college roommate's f- uh, kid's fifth birthday. Oh. The pull and pray technique has a failure rate of about 20%. So four out of five times it'll work. But again, that fifth time is going to fucking ding you. With that in mind, it might be time to talk with a doctor about having a vasectomy or something. Hey. Uh, yeah, we're just going to keep track with a little app and then uh, plan it around that. I didn't know this. Channing Tatum burned the skin off his dick. Probably from all that fucking because he's Channing Tatum, huh? That would have been my guess. I guess he just kind of rubbed it off, rubbed it raw. You know, he ends up with something that looks... While shooting a film he, once... He just looks down he goes, well, I've used it all up. This I've is used terrible. it as many times as I could. This is a million times worse. While shooting a film once, he had his skin burned off of his pecker. Uh, the movie wasn't Magic Mike. It was during the shooting of a 2011 film called The Eagle. Oh, so it wasn't even for a movie everybody saw. He played a, a Roman soldier. Uh, Channing, Tatum, uh, Channing Tatum says, The shoot was very cold, and there was only one way to keep warm, was to pour a mix of boiling water and river water down your wetsuit. In a tragic turn, a crew member forgot to dilute the kettle water, so they boiled the water, so he poured boil, boiling water down the front of his wetsuit. And of course, when you pull your wetsuit out and you dump the water in, where does it go? Go right straight now. to your go straight to your knob. And you can't get it like you can't do anything to relieve yourself just then. You just have to sit there and cook. Oh, the scalding water went down the front, tearing the skin off the tip. Oh. The good news is for Channing Tatum, he is now fully recovered. He describes uh, it it as being fantastic and one hundred percent recovered. I can't imagine how shitty you would feel if you were that crew member. You had one job. That's terrible because you're you, you boiled my pecker. You're a guy like Channing Tatum, and you're getting used to you're used to getting laid about six times a day from six different women. So you got a penis on the men. Those six women are still coming at you. They're like, "Hey, you're like I you're can't. Channing Tatum. I'm on IR. Maybe how we... much would I love to get in bed with you right now?" And he's like, "I can't. How about we just kiss?" Yeah. My helmet's getting a new paint job. I got to wait a while. I can't imagine the pain. Sex worker in Africa has been arrested after he, after she is accused of stabbing a man in his penis. I've never thought about that before. Oh, he got stabbed in the crotch. You're like, oh, okay, somewhere in the crotch area. <clears throat> Bladder. You never think about getting stabbed in the penis, the actual penis. The unnamed woman met up with an unnamed man. They agreed for a price for sexual services because she's a hooker. About a hundred American dollars, to be exact, though. All right. Couple went to the guy's house. They did the the, the deed, and for reasons unknown, she then took a sharp knife and stabbed him in the penis. He paid her, so everything was fine. She just took a knife and stabbed him. Well, I don't. I, uh, well, her uh, user rating is going to go down here. The prostitutes do strike me as being a little edgy uh, most of the time, and perhaps a little prone to she violence. She walked by. She goes, "Cool, a knife." So my question is, did she just reach over and, like, stabbed him, and and somehow it found its way to his penis? Or did she grab the penis, pull it out, and then stab it? Or did she come in there with a board, and she's like, well, you, you know what look neat? Your penis on a board. And he's like, what, like a cutting board? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, all right, whatever, hooker. I guess whatever gets you off. So he lays his penis out, and she comes over the top, <laughs> wham, and stabs it with a, with a knife. He lays his penis out, lays it on the he's cutting like, huh? board. This is my shock, 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 board. <laughs> 
take a look at this. I don't know, but if you're standing up and you like took a knife and you just went like this with it, that's about crotch level. I mean, if there's a little bit of a height difference. She was arrested. She Lay was your face. cock on this cutting board. I need to see it on this giant butcher block. Oh, some people are wondering. Uh, if she was arrested, he was taken to the hospital to have his prick fixed. Uh, and some folks are wondering if maybe the $100 was a lowball offer. If, oh. he, if he didn't pay her enough. Okay. I don't think you you negotiate the price after you bust a nut. You're like, well, now, wait a minute. Now that I've snapped back to reality. That was 30 bucks worth of sex. Yeah. Okay, here's your worst person right. on the planet. I made it all of four minutes. You get $10. American Airlines flight from uh, New York to India. A man was drunk and unruly. How drunk and unruly? Well, he peed on another passenger. <sighs> What's that line in Diary of a Wimpy Kid? He's like, you peed on him. When the little kid was peeing and his brother jumped out and scared him and he turned and he looked, he's like, ah, and he turned and looked and peed on him. Was it like six months ago we had that, six or months or a year ago we had that rash of people acting up on a plane and we saw a, we saw a video of a guy pissing on somebody. He just like takes his dick out while he's sitting down and like pees all over the place. Reports say that an argument broke out between two dudes and the peer whipped out his junk and whizzed all over the guy. That's your solution. Well, I guess if you're sizing the other guy up, saying, all right, this may come to fisticuffs, and we're going to have to fight, and he's clearly a bigger, stronger man than me, so that's out of the question. What should I do? Yeah, but it takes a hot second to like take it out and start peeing, so like you're like, hang on, hang on, hang on. The unnamed man who pissed on the other man was arrested when the plane landed. Oh, police say that they found evidence of someone being peed on. That means he had a wet leg. <laughs> Isn't that a band playing at Lollapalooza, yep. wet leg? Interestingly enough, multiple incidents of passengers peeing on other passengers has been a thing as of recent in the last few months. The experts obviously don't know why. It's never a thought that I've had where I should pee on somebody or on, on any, like in public anywhere. Like, I'm going to fix this. Yep. I'm going to piss all over this. Usually it's, I can't believe I have to run around the back of this building and pee. So obviously that uh, that gets you the award for being the worst person on the planet. You peed on him. I did. I did. It's a tough one to go into court for, too. That rug really tied the room together. Yeah. All right, so there you go. That's this week's episode. Big news for next week's podcast. We'll have a live podcast for, uh, ready for you next Tuesday. So be on the lookout for that. Those are always exciting, unpredictable. Bonus-sized. Yeah, they're usually uh, a little bit bigger. You could put it on a cutting board. Let me see your uh, podcast on a cutting board. Yeah, so uh, so be ready for next week's episode. Alive, here's your freaking podcast with the Jason Lee Clark Show. Obviously, in the meantime, you can stay up to date by heading over to jlnkshow.com. We'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.